Hello, everyone. Welcome to Soulmates Podcast. I'm Emily. And I'm Rachel. And today we are doing your February K-pop roundup. (laughs) It's the K-pop roundup. We are trying out a new way of doing this, so let us know if you hate it (laughs) so we can go back to the old way. But I thought it would be fun for Emily to have a little bit more input into what songs were on the top 10 because for the entirety of last year i would just choose 10 that i thought were good and then we'd review them so emily got to put in her opinion this time for what's (laughs) in the top 10 i did a little voty woty form hashtag google form and we came up with our top 10 that we are going to be going through backwards (laughs) so that we will end with our number one song for the month And then we will talk about just a few honorable mentions that we both had. And yeah, it's going to be a good time. There were so many releases in February. There was no way we were going to be able to cover all of them anyway. Yeah. There were literally like everyone you could think of released a song. Yeah. Just in the songs that we were narrowing down, there was like 35 songs and we picked out 16 (laughs) of the 35. So there are a lot of decent songs that we just are not going to cover because we didn't like them that much. So each of these songs is going to have a rating from both Rachel and I, and we're going to give you, of course, a short little snippet of music so you can follow along and our overall review of the song and music video. We're going to start with number 10 on our list, Spectrum's Showtime. So this was released on February 23rd. I gave it an 8. And I gave it a 7. So, trend alert! (laughs) I think we're having some 2013 moments in music videos lately. Yes. With the club lighting, you know, like the rave club lighting Mm -hmm. where it's like green and pink and stuff. And yeah, that's the first thing I noticed. I was like, oh my god, Enrique Iglesias 2013? (laughs) T. This song has a straight up dance beat, which I really appreciate because I love dance music. And if you don't know Korean, what else are you going to do to this? Yeah, you got to dance to it. Also, the other thing I immediately noticed was a member was drinking water out of a champagne flute, but sexy. (laughs) I laughed so damn hard. Yeah, that was funny. (laughs) Now, this music video is like a box set. However... It is the only music video that has permission from me to use a box set because of the concept, which is backstage at a theater production, pretty much. Yeah, and I mean, like, what does a club look like except, like, a warehouse most of the time, honestly? The song itself sounds a little bit like Too Fast by Super M. Mm-hmm. That's another thing I noticed, but it's a very smooth song. I think I think I might enjoy this a little more than Too Fast because Too Fast kind of goes into a wordless chorus. This has more mm-hmm. of a melody. Yeah. I thought it was so funny that it opens up with, they've got the move, so get out the way, way, way. And I'm just <laughs> like, oh my God. I loved that. Uh, I thought that was really funny. I really liked that one of the members had a lip piercing. I was like, yes, King. (laughs) 
I really have never seen that before, and it was hot, so. Bring back lip piercings. Bring back lip piercings. I really like the beat and the backing music for this song, like Emily. I did think that the music video concept was a little all over the place at times, and I think that was mostly because of the styling was so jarringly different for me. Like, in one scene, they're all in, like, white boy band, like, boys to (laughs) men-esque outfits and then the next scene it looks like they look like rock stars it's like rock stars to like 90s boy group real fast so from what i took away from this was that the boys were putting on some sort of production and these were their costumes Ah. which is why they were on some sort of like theater set where there was like masking tape on the ground showing like blocking instructions and stuff like that the only time you're allowed to use a box set is when you have to be, like, in a box set because it's part of the concept. That's what I took away from it. I can see how that would be very jarring. You're like, what is going on here? But to me, I was like, oh, that's, like, a costume. Yeah, I I guess I just wasn't thinking too much about the song name because usually it doesn't have much to do with the actual song or music video. But Showtime, obviously that makes sense that they're on a set. I just wasn't obvious to me in the music video. Well, there you go, guys. That's why it's number 10. <laughs> Let's go to number nine. Number nine is Wecky Mecky's Dazzle Dazzle. This was released February 20th. I gave it an 8. And I also gave it an 8. Okay. Real talk. Why are girl groups trapped in these colorful dollhouses? Tea. (laughs) (laughs) Let's get them out of there. Like, I really like how colorful everything is for all these girl group music videos. But it seems like they're stuck in these box sets that just Mm -hmm. look like paper dollhouses. Let them out. Please, please pay some place to let them shoot on location somewhere. Please, I'm begging you. <laughs> or literally do what Hyoyeon did and have a completely animated music video. Yeah, that'd be cool too. I mean, yeah, it, it almost seems like these girl groups with the box sets, like they just start to blend together. You're just like, whatever, like I've seen this before a million times. I totally get that. But this song is fucking popping. Oh yeah, it's a fucking earworm. <laughs> It's an earworm. Wecky Mecky has been releasing earworm after earworm, so Mm -hmm. good on them and their management. The song is super light and happy. It's kind of like a marshmallow song. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's definitely a spring is here song. Yeah, the the song doesn't quit. Like, from the moment it starts, it's like, bum, 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 bum. Like, it's a very consistent BPM. Like, Mm -hmm. it is extremely upbeat the entire way through. There's no weird breakdowns or anything. The lyrics are about telling a guy that he basically needs to put an effort into a relationship with them. And he needs to dazzle them. He needs to impress them. Yeah, they're like, dazzle, dazzle, dazzle me. (laughs) The one thing I did not like besides the set was that they had these white outfits on and they were ugly as fuck. They were so ugly. I literally was like, I didn't like their outfits that much. They almost seemed like stuffy. Yeah, there was that. Would I have rather seen them in like a schoolgirl outfit? No. Hell no. (laughs) No. So it's only one step above that for me. Yeah, it's like. It was so ugly. It was like they were. It almost made them look older. Almost. It like, just, it was just, <sighs> stuffy is the right word. Like, it was, just, like, too overdone. 
for what it was supposed to be. Have, you know what? I would love to see just a video of a group where they're just wearing the clothes that they personally wear. M- maybe in like similar colors. Like, yeah, I, I think a, a better alternative for this would have been for all of them to be in like cute sundresses or, you know, just like colorful skirts and shirts or even like a play off of a school uniform, but isn't with like a skirt and a blazer or something like that. But it was just too, you know, SNSD made it work. They all wore gray t-shirts and colored jeans. Like, yeah, it was so simple. Yeah. Come on, y'all. Yep. Stylist, step your pussy up, please. <laughs> please. Let's go to number eight on our countdown. 3YE released Queen. This song came out on February 20th, and I scored the song a 9. I scored this a 7. So, the girls are fighting. Oh my god, <laughs> my two points. <laughs> but anyways, I really like this song. It starts with, like, the queen is back, which the subtext is the bitch is back. <laughs> <laughs> I really liked all the powerful outfits. They were kind of like female mobsters, basically, the whole time. I, my notes say that they're the heads of an all-girl crime syndicate. Basically, yeah. That's the, what the music video is kind of about. I really liked the chorus, but they have a few like rap portions that seem out of place for me. And in general, I like this group because 3YE is only a three-member girl group, which is super, super rare. And they're all in their early 20s. Three-member groups are so powerful to me for some reason. I'm so drawn to them. It's... I don't know, it's something about, like, charmed, the power of three, triangle. No, I mean, like, there's a reason why there are a lot of three-member groups out there. Like, it just hits a good chord, like perfume. Yeah. You get to be, like, a group, but you also get to be extremely individualistic because you are only one of three. So people aren't going to confuse you with another person. You're not going to fade into the background because there's only three of you. It seems like girl groups nowadays are all five members. Seven members, nine members, you know, so they can get that perfect triangle formation. But you can do that with three people. Hell yeah. And it seems like they go with more members because then they can do subunits. Though, I feel like subunits are not really happening for girl groups in the past couple years. They used to be all over the place. Now, not so much. Now the group just goes, (laughs) bye-bye. Yeah, and I just feel like it's hard to market a subunit. Like, you can barely market the main group. Why the hell are you doing a subunit, too? Mm-hmm. It doesn't make any sense. Just put more money into less people. Honestly, really makes you think. Yeah. <laughs> this song had a really funky beat, and it had really good harmonies. Again, the power of three. <laughs> yes. And the song starts strong and then gets stronger, which, Yes. <laughs> It had very masculine choreography to mm-hmm. me, which I was like, yes, go for it. They're tough, like, mafia lords. Of course, they have to be tough and have, like, sharp choreography mm-hmm. and um, very commanding presence. Mm-hmm. The song and the music video are pretty good. Yeah. But like you said, I feel like the raps, I mean, it's an overarching problem in K-pop. Yeah. The raps are never seamless enough. Yeah, it just, it detracts from the song. It would be fine without it. All right, up next on our list is our number seven song, which is The Boys Reveal. (laughs) 
was released on February 9th. I gave this a 9. And I gave this a 7. First of all, I will say, I was like, I'm not rating these boy groups very high. I need to start rating them higher. Come on. (laughs) You know that we're girl group stands, but this is proof that there's boys on here. (laughs) Yeah, they can't just be hot to get on our list. They have to do other things, too. Yeah. I very much enjoyed the choreography in this song. In fact, this month, a lot of groups really impressed me with their choreography. Mm -hmm. The choreography mixes fluid, sexy movements with sharp, popping movements. You know I love me a fluid, sexy movement. You know I love Taemin. (laughs) Every time I see choreo like that, I'm immediately reminded of Taemin, and that only brings positive feelings, so... This also had gay face caressing Mm -hmm. in the choreography. It did. Which is why this is a nine. (laughs) (laughs) I was wondering. (laughs) That's why it's a nine. The rat flow was very good in this, and I did like the leather outfits. No one looked ridiculous, and no one had bad hair. This is true. This is true. No one had appropriative hair. (laughs) 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 Yeah. The song isn't overpowered by the hard electronic beats, so overall... That is why I rated it that high. I thought that the music video was visually interesting, despite it being box sets. I think they did a decent job still of catching your attention. And they were just, they just did a good job of fluidly moving through the music video. So you weren't like, that's a box set. And they're just dancing in front of a box set, box set. (laughs) No, they're like, it's a box set. That's gay. That's gay. (laughs) What if I told you the box set was gay? Um, (laughs) The overall song didn't really catch my attention that much. I'm just not super into like the sad boy singing, but I can understand why people would like it. Watch the music video. This is one of the ones you got to watch the video. Yes, I agree. Let's move along to our number six song, which is BTS's On. So this was released on February 27th, and I gave it a 9. I gave it an 8. It's getting hot in here. So hot, the scores are going up. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, this music video, the budget. Seriously, this was like... I have a feeling that they're going to make this into, like, a thing. Like, they're going to keep going and making music videos in this same plot line. Because it was literally like a short film. Mm-hmm. I can definitely see like a concept album happening. Oh, hell yeah. So, yes. They are outside. They're walking outside and I was like, the natural lighting. <laughs> oh my god. Look, there's grass. <laughs> yeah. Wow. But not only that, they also had a bunch of extras. They had, I'm pretty sure they're CGI animals, but they looked really good. If they're yeah. real animals... I hope that they were treated well. Yeah. (laughs) But there's, like, animals. It looks like Noah's Ark. Mm -hmm. There's themes of, like, apocalypse, war, Mm -hmm. refugees. Mm -hmm. And it all leads up to, like, this fiery breakdance battle. Yeah. And then it kind of is like, and now we're going to a better place. And then it looks like Pride Rock. (laughs) It does. (laughs) I was like, I was like, Simba? Yeah. Simba? So this... I would say confidently, this is like the only video with a surefire plot Mm -hmm. this whole month. They took a concept and went Mm 3,000%, which I appreciate. Music videos nowadays are missing concepts. 
Oh, for sure. I really, really, really appreciated this music video. I like couldn't take my eyes away from it because it was truly telling a story. And there were so many visual elements that to keep your attention, it was awesome. They just had such powerful imagery of war, escape, apocalypse, and then freedom at the end. It was just, it was beautiful. Like, I almost cried. I, I teared up a little bit. I really loved that they spotlighted each of the members in the way that they did, because mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of groups, they don't have the time or money, to be fair. BTS has a lot of time and a lot of money to do grand, epic, short films like this. So I really especially liked Rap Monster's spotlight, because I feel like... In a lot of the like more dancey videos, he kind of falls to the back of the group because he's not necessarily a dancer or like their lead dancer or the face or whatever that role is. He's the dad. <laughs> he's the dad. So I really liked his spotlight at the beginning of the of the video, and I just made a note that his voice is really nice because it is. It's a very beautiful, deep, husky voice. Yep. Which is kind of rare. Yeah, it sounded really amazing. I just love that this is such an uplifting and motivating song. It's kind of like a call to battle type of like drum in the background too. And the the lyrics of like, I'm a fighter over and over again, like it just made me want to like go achieve my goals. <laughs> I just said the music video is honestly stunning. It's a must watch. If you watch nothing else, watch this music video. This song sounds like pretty much nothing I've heard from K-pop or BTS. This has heavy gospel influences. In mm -hmm. fact, this sounds like it could be a Kanye West song. Mm-hmm. Like, straight up. It's a lot of marching band instruments, a lot of horns, drums, mm -hmm. percussions. A gospel choir is doing the backing vocals. It sounds epic. Yeah, that's a really great way to describe it. If I could liken it to any other K-pop song, I would say it sounds like Super M's Can't Stand the Rain. Almost, but Can't Stand the Rain is more thoughty, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> yeah, this is a great song. I gave it an 8 because... The weird breakdance battle that happens. It was like, yeah. it brought it to a grinding halt. And then they're like, okay, and now we're free. <laughs> After this explosion of dance. Yeah, I didn't... So I didn't quite understand that. But thinking about it, the first music video they came out with was, was actually just a one-shot dance video. So I think that's how they were trying to tie it back in. Mm -hmm. But like, it was unnecessary. They totally. could have cut it out. <laughs> but it was so good. So definitely must-see video. Let's move along to our number five song, Cards Red Moon. This was released February 12th. I gave it an eight. I gave it a nine. Okay. Lots of red. <laughs> yes. Lots of red and more 2013 club lights. The chorus goes off. I feel like every single card song, the chorus is just fucking popping. Yeah. The styling is good. In fact, bold statement here. Card is the most stylish K-pop group mm -hmm. of 2019 and 2020. Each member knows exactly how they want to look. Mm -hmm. They look cohesive, yet completely different mm -hmm. and 100% sexy. Mm -hmm. All the time. Yeah, I completely agree with you. 
it's just like going back to perfume. Um, and if you don't know what perfume is, perfume is a J-pop group of three girls that have very, very distinctive styles. No matter what they're wearing, one of them has shorts, one of them has a short skirt, one of them has a long skirt. Always, 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 always in their own style. I think Card is similar to this, not so aggressive in the styling, but like, I always know who is who. And I, I know that like, the girl with the blonde hair likes to cut it a little bit cleaner and more sophisticated. Whereas a girl with the brown hair, and I'm sorry, I can't remember their names right now. She likes things a little bit looser, more bohemian, a little sexier. Jaseph, his style is always sexier, kind of harder. Yeah. Yeah. Like street style almost. And then BM is like, denim ripped denim (laughs) ripped denim and loose like poetic flowy shirts yeah Yeah. (laughs) they all look current and together they all look like so put together Mm -hmm. though one thing i will say is that i really hated jacef's spock bowl cut hair i hated it too and it was only there for like a couple of seconds yeah i was just like who did that Mm -mm. no bowl cuts he looked so weird. Yeah. But yeah, I feel like Card knows exactly who they are and what they're about. And that is being sexy. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I absolutely love this song. I love that they are singing in Spanish. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. <laughs> that was fucking tits. I was like watching this for the first time and I'm like, wait, that's out of like Spanish. And then I heard it again and I was like, that is Spanish. And I was very shook. It's only like one line in the song, but it's better than nothing. Mm -hmm. And I just love how they seamlessly flow from Spanish to Korean to English to back to Korean, back to Spanish. That is the future of music, my friends. The future of music is going to have lots of languages in it. So be prepared. I definitely think that Red Moon isn't as catchy as their previous songs, but it does go off. And I'm very here for that. I think they always have great backing music and instrumentals. It's always very, very catchy. I did really love the red theme, but the box sets were boring for me. Yeah, I feel like there was a theme, but there was no concept. There needs to be a concept. Yeah. I was kind of hoping it would be like sexy werewolves. Yes. Because the ending makes it seem like that is where they're going. (laughs) Almost. Come on, give me a sexy werewolf. (sighs) Give me a a sexy Latino werewolf. (laughs) Yes. Let's go to number four on our list. Which is Luna's So What? This was released February 5th. I gave it a 7. I gave it a 10. <laughs> the girls are They're fighting! <laughs> Yeah, so one thing I will say about Luna is that they consistently have diverse extras in their music videos, people of all races and ages, which Mm -hmm. I appreciate and is really cool. It really makes them seem like an international group. I did not understand the thematic in the beginning where they say to burn yourself. (laughs) I didn't understand that. But the styling, girl, they had full on joutfits. Here for it. I want that to be the next K-pop trend. No! Denim. <laughs> the song is super, super catchy, but I don't know if it exactly fits who Luna is. Maybe it fits some of their members, but it's very, like, in-your-face 
And some of those girls are not in your face at all. And some of the parts I felt like it needed just better lighting. Some parts looked a little washed out or it was too silhouetted. It needed like front facing light. That's just something I noticed while watching. Yeah, I completely agree with your points, honestly. (laughs) I thought this song was powerful bombastic. I really didn't understand the burn yourself thing at the beginning either. I really (laughs) wish they would have run that by an English, like a native English speaker to be like, does this sound weird? And they would have been like, yeah, it sounds weird. (laughs) Sounds like you're hurting yourself. That is not the point of the music video though. The whole music video really gave me like baddest female hello bitches vibes. But like Emily said, Luna is really more of a group that has only released softer, more inspirational music. And their, like, Pound album, like, the beginning, it, like, shakes your car. There's so much bass, like, their (laughs) intro music. So I really feel like they're trying to strike a different tone this year. I don't know how successful that's going to be because we have grown to love them as a certain sound and a certain type of style. That being said, I really did like the song and I loved the lyrics and the message behind it because it flashes, like bad in all capitals and red letters on the screen a lot of times and at the end it just slashes free at the end so the the true message behind the song is like you can have all these qualities that like aren't deemed acceptable but you should still be yourself you should be free by mm-hmm. being yourself basically i thought this was a really high budget video which we have seen from luna before but it's been a while so i really liked that i loved all the outdoor sets the backup dancers and the actors it really just adds to the music video so it's not girls dancing alone in a box set <laughs> i just really like the song i've been listening to it all month it's on my playlist definitely luna is a girl power group mm-hmm. and they're not trying to appeal to male fans nope they are like girls we got you (laughs) and we are here to lift you up and i got that from this song and the song's really fun and catchy but i feel like this might have been better suited to one of their subunits i agree and that's that on that (laughs) and on to our number three we're in the top three y'all our number three song is rocket punches bouncy This was released on February 10th. I gave it a 10. And I gave it a 9. This is a banger. Banger alert. I have been listening to this song nonstop in my car. It is so good. So good. The song is insanely catchy. It has a really fun choreography full of bouncing and jumping and lots of arm and leg movements. The rap is thankfully short and for the most part, integrated well into the song. Though I think that probably could have been cut. Mm -hmm. This is honestly the strongest sophomore song I've ever seen a rookie group come out with. Like, what a way to make an impression. Like, their first debut song was good. This makes me straight up a fan. I'm not like, "Hmm, maybe, no. The next thing they release, I will be there with my Rocket Punch merch. Like, yes. So good. Also, the concept for the video was kind of meh. It's like the girls are trapped in a vinyl toy slash pop art exhibition. And I didn't... eh. It's another one of those weird dollhouse things. It's more interesting than a dollhouse. It had all those designer toys. But 
overall, I was like, this is not catching me. But the choreography really saved it. I personally like watching the choreography version of this. There's like a choreography video and the normal video. Honestly, watch the choreo video. Yeah. I I wrote absolutely infectious. <laughs> the coronavirus of songs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it really is absolutely infectious. Except for the weird rap snippets thrown in, like Emily said. I thought the box sets were fun, but they still did leave something to be desired. I really, really liked their outfits. Like what we were talking about before, they are individual, but still had a group cohesion. They were a common theme for each setting that they were in, so each place they were trapped in. Nothing was jarring or too much, because sometimes you look at someone and you're like, dear God, could you have edited one of the scarves that they're wearing <laughs> off of them? Like, they're wearing 10 pounds of clothes. I really liked their, like, yellow graffiti-style outfits. It's what the song opens with. That was my favorite of all of it. But yeah, definitely listen to the song. Probably skip the music video or watch the choreo if you want to see that. I love the song. Really cute choreo, I have to say. Okay, our number two song. It is Everglow's Dun Dun. And this was released February 3rd. I gave this a 10. I gave this a 9. So Everglow is not messing around, and they are totally leaning into their bombastic electronic sound, and I love it. It makes them super unique. The set of this was not unique. It reminded me of The Boys by SNSD so much. Mm -hmm. The ice castles. And the flags reminded me of 21. However, I really did love the choreography, and the chorus of this song is so catchy. I think they need more distinctive styling and a more realized concept for their look only. They got the sound. They need yeah. the look. Yeah. If I had to describe Everglow's style, I really couldn't at this moment. I wouldn't classify them as like badass or like girly or any of that because I don't know. <laughs> this is a certified banger. So banger alert. Banger alert. It goes hard from start to finish. It does not take a break. It does not let you sit down. <laughs> I'm really not in love with the box sets, but it wasn't too, too bad. I really like that circle of like sparkly columns in one of the sets. I thought that made a really cool effect. The styling wasn't bad. It just matched the badass song. But again, I wish I knew Everglow's style mm -hmm. better. Okay. Our number one top-rated K-pop song from February is Signature's New New Nana, which is a mouthful and baby talk. <laughs> yes, which you've practiced now, and yes. <laughs> you did it well. released on february 3rd i gave this a 10 i gave this a 10 this song this song is so good <laughs> yes it sounds a lot like a red velvet song which means it has great melody great harmonies and it really hits at the chorus the song isn't overproduced and the sets while a box set look really good especially when they're dancing on a set of stairs with lights. It, I've never seen anything like that. It looked really good. Oh, that was fire. <laughs> yeah, it was really good. 
I really didn't like the opening talking portion. That could have been so cut. If there was a radio edit, that would have been cut first thing. Yeah. I was like, eh. And overall, styling could have been more unique. But, God, what a debut. So good. Yeah, it was a really good debut. I absolutely loved the song. I think the song and the music video have good movement. So even though there are slow parts, like the camera is moving and everybody else is moving so much that you really don't notice, it maintains your interest. And the chorus is so infectious, like it's an earworm. The only thing I really didn't like was the black outfits they were wearing and the bodycon dresses with thigh-high boots. I just felt like, eh. (laughs) <laughs> like it it didn't do anything for them like it just it looked meh on them yeah so let's get into our honorable mentions we have two songs that we both liked so we're gonna cover both of those one of them was moon Buell's eclipse we both gave this a seven it was released on february 14th yeah i you think it's a slow song at first but then it drops <laughs> And I really like that it kind of goes back and forth like that. I really like that this song name Eclipse plays off of her name, which is Moonbule. She looks badass, and but also sad because she kind of is trying for this Dr. Jackal, Mr. Hyde type of thing with Eclipse, like two sides of the moon. I wish she could have showcased her voice a little bit more because it was a lot of talk singing, but I still really like the song and the music video is a little boring, but it does the job. I hated the camo. She's wearing camo. It looks so bad. Yeah. So bad. I was ready to hate this, but then she really did turn it. She has a really deep, powerful voice. Mm-hmm. The other song that we both liked was Saturday's Wi-Fi. This song was released on February 13th, and we both rated this a 7. Mm-hmm. There's very cutesy choreography. They're in rooms with giant fruits. I was like, what's going on? And then it looks like they were in an office that was being renovated, and it looked so goddamn weird. I'm like, wow, they really just in an empty building, huh? Yeah. (laughs) But there is a funky trumpet in the chorus, a lot like Momoland's songs or Crayon Pop. And that being said, the rap was cute. Yeah, the rap was cute. I thought this was adorable. It really reminded me of Crayon Pop and Orange Caramel. Rest in peace. The music video sets are super bright and saturated, and the chorus has a bounciness that, again, reminds me of Crayon Pop and Orange Caramel. The styling is super cute, and I like it for the grand majority of the outfits. There are a few questionable ones, but honestly, the whole song concept is hilarious and cute. Yeah, I really liked when they tried to make their own Wi-Fi tower. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) That was funny. So these are two of my personal honorable mentions. Monsta X's Beside You. I gave this a 10. Rachel gave this a (laughs) 5. Yeah. (laughs) So this was only a lyric video, so there's not really much to go on for that, but it is completely in English and it features Pitbull, and so I have to say (laughs) Dale. Also, I really like the lyric, I just want to be the one you call on, be the body pillow that you sleep on. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) Uh, I just thought it sounded good. And then my other honorable mention is Elris's Jackpot. I rated it an 8, Rachel rated it a 5. In this song, they hit a high note in the chorus that sounds so unbelievably good to my ears. Like, you think it's going to drop in key, but it raises in key, and it just sounded so good. I was like, yes. And this is a really cute music video. They dance on a roulette wheel, they have a garden party, and one girl has bubble pigtails, and I know those really aren't in fashion anymore, but I think they're so goddamn cute. Yeah, they are. That note, it's so good. That one note. (laughs) The one note. 
All right. And then I have two honorable mentions as well. My first honorable mention is Dreamcatcher's Scream. I rated this a nine and Emily rated this a four. <laughs> so as you can see, our tastes do differ, which is why I wanted to do it this way. So here we go. My review was that this is such an epic song. I really just love the way that Dreamcatcher does all of their songs. Basically, seriously, when are their songs going to be used for an anime? I love the drop to this song. It's very cool and much harder than they normally go in their songs. The music video goes a little Windows Media Player effects at times when they have like a sparkly tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't think it was bad overall. My second honorable mention is iZone's Fiesta. I rated this an 8. Emily rated this a six, so she didn't hate it, but she didn't love it. <laughs> this gives me major second gen K-pop vibes, and I really like it. The chorus is jazzy with some bird noises, and the box sets and production value are actually very much on point for this. I didn't really miss real scenery. It was almost like it was Alice in Wonderland inspired in parts, so there was a lot of post-production that happened in this music video to make them look like they were floating in like a sea of bubbles or whatever, but I just really liked this song. It reminded me of Second Gen, and I miss it a lot. So much. Yeah. So that was the February K-pop roundup. How did you guys like this format? Did you like the old way? Did you like this way? There was just so much to pick from. Tell us your favorite songs from the month of February. And we're going to have a playlist on Spotify of all the music. There's a lot. <laughs> We've been jamming to it. Yep. Let's end this with our weekly K-pop recommendations. My recommendation this week is Roller Coaster by Chung Ha. My recommendation is The Boys Reveal. Guys, thank you so much for listening to our February K-pop roundup. You can find Soulmates Podcast on Facebook, facebook.com slash soulmatespodcast. You can find us on Tumblr at soulmatespodcast.tumblr.com. Check us out on Instagram at soulmatespodcast. Check us out on YouTube and watch some of our videos at soulmatespodcast. Send us an email at soulmatespodcast at gmail.com. You can listen to our podcast anywhere podcasts are normally found. Whatever platform you're listening on right now, subscribe. Follow us, download our episodes so you can listen to us every single Friday, which is when we release episodes. <laughs> yep. You guys can meet us in person in Gainesville, Florida on March 14th and 15th. We're going to be guests at SwampCon. We're doing panels each day. On the 14th, we're doing K-dramas. You should be watching at 2 o'clock. And on the 15th, we're going to be doing Guess That K-pop tune at 3 p.m. We have tons of giveaways and prizes. I've been hoarding stuff to give away. We have brand new button designs. We always love to give out free buttons. So we cannot wait to meet you guys there. It's a free convention, but you should contribute to their Indiegogo because they don't have any funding. It's a really great organization. We've talked about it before, and we hope to see you guys there. We'll see you next Friday. Bye, guys. Bye.